0: Hello and welcome into to another edition of the Potbelly Pigskin Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Liam Schneider. I am joined by Graham McCool and Zach McCool tonight. How's it going, guys?
1: Going Fun good. Bad? Sweet. Excited.
0: Awesome. Yeah, me too. Um, let's just jump into some news right away here. And yeah, you guys feel free to jump in with anything I obviously miss because obviously I'm not all-knowing. But... Um, I mean, Justin Herbert was limited in practice today. Uh, Saquon's on the COVID list. There's a few different, a few players that are on the COVID list, like so Saquon, Aaron Rodgers, AJ Green is also on the COVID list, so they're not playing this week. Um, There's a few maintenance days, I think personally, for some players like Stafford, CD Lamb, Debo. Uh, Henry Ruggs was also released by the Raiders due to the accident. Um, Elijah Mitchell didn't practice, hopefully just a maintenance day. Uh, Dawson Knox, still not practicing. Cole Beasley was sidelined. Um, he's not practicing, obviously. Taysom Hill though, um, big one concussion. He's back practicing Wednesday. Um, and Julio, uh, still has that hamstring issue, but he was at practice on Wednesday. Uh, did you guys have anything to add? Want to share anything?
2: Good list.
1: Yeah, no, I think you covered it. Obviously, the COVID issues are always a concern. And then, yeah, some maintenance stuff. But everything, uh, not a huge, huge day outside of old Aaron Rodgers there.
2: Yeah,
0: I cannot believe that. Honestly, I was watching that and I was pretty sure that I saw a press conference a while ago of him saying that he was immunized. And it's just super misleading. And I, I, I think it's super sketchy.
1: Yeah, no, I think he was
2: immunized. He just wasn't vaccinated.
1: Yeah, no, it's
2: a classic Aaron
1: Rodgers move. He's, uh, I don't know. If anybody, if I could pick somebody who was going to do it, I'd probably pick him.
0: Did you see uh, he had, there was another thing that was released. He had some kind of homeopathic thing done to him that he was trying to get passed by the NFLPA as being vaccinated. They didn't
2: approve it, but he. He considered himself to be immunized he wasn't vaccinated he didn't get a vaccine but he got some homeopathic um you know thing that I he did. thought worked as immunization he's well no he's 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 a bit of a hippie i think But, well, the, uh, the, the, but the
1: interesting yeah. thing will be about is the precedence that was set in the cfl where they banned that guy from uh, a career in football after he lied about being vaccinated it's not quite the same they, thing, but uh, but it's still. They banned
2: him you know, from a career in the CFL.
1: Banned him from thirty days. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they banned him from having to have a second job.
0: Technically, to, and I will say this: technically, Aaron
1: Rodgers, by the letter of the law, did not lie. I agreed. That's why I said it's not the same thing.
0: So yeah, yeah but I I still was
2: just like man
0: like. and and
2: and he he obviously while he did tell the press and the media and all of us that he was immunized um he did qualify that as immunization and obviously he put that forward to the nfl like his team's aware of the like the immunization that he received it wasn't like he was deceiving the league
1: wasn't the question? He was just. Inter- wasn't, wasn't the question in the interview? Are you vaccinated? Yes, it, yeah, absolutely. Was what, was what is your stance on vaccinations? And then he just said, "I'm immunized." So I don't know. It's still, he he was he knew what he was doing, I think, but I might be wrong.
0: Yeah. Anyways, let's in any let, case. Yeah, let's move <laughs> in on any case. To this. He's
1: not playing this week. Do not start Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not starting anybody on Green Bay this week just because of the matchup as well as you're missing your quarterback. So, but we'll yeah. we'll get into that. So let's uh, let's jump into the Week 9 matchups, just starting with Buffalo and Jacksonville. Looking at the Buffalo side of the ball, Jacksonville is allowing the 7th most points to the quarterback, 11th most to the running back, 10th most to the wide receiver, and 7th most to the tight end. There's really not much to talk about here because, I mean, you're starting, Allen, You're starting – you're probably starting Moss. I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, and you're starting Diggs and Sanders – I'm not looking to start anybody at tight end for Buffalo if, uh, if Knox is out. Um, but uh, I, I think it's pretty safe to, to flex Beasley as well this week.
1: Yeah. I would even add in that you could, uh, you could argue you could start Singletary too, just because yeah. I think this is, this is kind of your one game when you could probably flex both of the Buffalo running backs.
2: Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think they're both definitely solid. uh Solid coin throws to, yeah. Hope, in a flex spot, especially if you're hurting this week.
0: Yeah, and like I said, there's not really much to talk about on that side of the ball. Um, there's probably even less to talk Stop. about on yeah. Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> moving over to Jacksonville, Buffalo is allowing the least points to all of, like the quarterback, the running back, and the wide receiver. And they're allowing the 26th most points. So again, terrible matchup for the tight end. Uh, I'm not starting anybody on Jacksonville. Are you guys starting anyone?
1: Oh, it pains nope. me to say it, but I'm. Uh, I think I. I think James, listen later, but I think James Robinson's a sit this week. Unfortunately, <laughs> if he plays, as much as I love the guy, he's he's my guy, but he's. Uh, He's. Uh, I would not be going anywhere near him this week. And if Carlos Hyde's the starter, then please do not start Carlos Hyde.
2: Agreed.
0: Yeah, it's just it's too scary of a matchup, and they're not a great offense. So, all right, well let's uh, let's move on to the next matchup: uh, New England versus Carolina. Uh, New England. Uh, so looking at the New England side of the ball, Carolina is allowing the twenty-first most points to the quarterback, thirty-first most to the running back. 28th most to the wide receiver, and 20th most to the tight end.
2: So, uh, for this one, I think pretty much uh, there's not a lot of people you really want to play on the New England side. Uh, Harris might do well enough to still have a a good uh, week. Carolina hasn't looked quite as menacing as they did at the beginning of the year. Uh, Beyond that, you could probably go with Hunter Henry tight ends, not the deepest position and he should get some balls thrown his way, but I wouldn't really start much on new England.
1: No, I'm going to agree on that one too. I, I'd, uh, yeah, Damian Harris is a, obviously a sketchy one, but uh, I think this is going to be a really low, really low scoring game. So I don't think there's uh I don't think there's a ton of points to go around for anybody.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's gonna be a good chance three. of a someone's getting nine points and winning the game kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't
1: seen the over the, the Vegas line on this one, but it's gotta be low.
0: It's gotta be terrible. I yeah, it's this is a super gross game to watch probably. It could be a good one for kickers. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: what you're yeah. saying is
0: starts of the week, go grab a kicker.
2: <laughs> Yeah, Gonzalez and Folk all the way.
1: Yeah, isn't Folk one of the best in the league this year anyways already? I
0: think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to echo your statement there, I, the only person that I'm really comfortable looking at is is Hunter Henry, uh, just because the tight end landscape is not great. And he's he's pretty good for a couple end zone targets a game. Um, and he he's usually, I mean, probably lowest is going to be three receptions in the game, I think. But yeah, I mean... Probably one of the safer guys to stream off the wire. Uh, Moving over to Carolina, the Patriots are allowing the 27th most points to the quarterback, 20th most to the running back, 13th most to the wide receiver, 25th most to the tight end, and they're also allowing the 4th most receiving yards to the running back.
2: Uh, For this one, I think Darnold's a little hobbled right now, but I'm going to go on the assumption that he's playing. Uh, I think there is also a solid outside chance at CMC's in. Uh, if CMC's in, play him. Uh, I don't care how great Belichick is at shutting down players. Uh, CMC is matchup proof. Uh, if he's not in, um, I think everybody decreases in value. I think Darnold and Moore both go down in value, and then they're sketchy plays. Um but I think if CMC does play I think you can look at starting Darnold um if you're in a deeper league and I think for sure DJ Moore I think he gets a a much much better floor if uh CMC is taking a lot of focus and helping them push the ball down the field
1: Yeah I'm uh, I'm on board for with DJ Moore here for sure especially if 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 Darnold's in, I know I think Walker took the uh, took the first team reps today though. I might be wrong on that, but I uh, I think he was kinda there looking like maybe their starter at the beginning of the practice today. So we'll see Yeah, what I think the, he
2: was limited today.
1: Yeah, we'll see what the news kinda is over the next couple of days, but um, but for the fact that they're kind of preparing Walker already is a is a sign that Darnold may sit. But uh
0: Yeah, he, uh, he I, PJ he, Walker took all the first team reps today.
1: Yeah. Just to yeah. Chime so in th- there. I think that's uh, an important thing to keep in mind and could make New England's defense a really good start this week. Um hell if Darnold's in there, that still makes New England <laughs> a good start. So um, the, the
2: only thing that doesn't make their defense a good start is if CMC's in.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm on the, I'm on the camp of uh, not believing that CMC is going to play. It didn't sound that positive today when they were talking about him. I know they designated him to return, but I, uh, I think it sounds like he's maybe a next week play, but uh, we'll see if he is. Then I think, I, I think Hubbard's still a good play here. And uh, I think he gets a couple catches too. Um, I think, I think Hubbard's a, an RB three kind of range this week and I'll probably be starting him in a league this week.
0: Yeah. i um- McCaffrey, yeah, he was deemed to return and he was limited in practice uh, on Wednesday. So he he could play. I think he'd probably be limited in the game and you'll probably see more of a split just with him and Hubbard coming back week one. Uh, but I mean, it, and this just echoing what um, what you said there earlier, Graham, is if CMC's in, I think that's a huge boost to DJ Moore um, just because... Belichick likes to he likes to take away your best weapon, and I think if McCaffrey's not in, Moore's is their best weapon. So, all right, well, let's go on to the Chargers and the Eagles. Philly is allowing the twenty sixth the most points to the quarterback, the fourth most to the running back, the thirtieth most to the wide receiver, and the sixth most points to the tight end.
1: Yeah, this is an interesting one. This one, um, I feel like it's got high score written all over it, but I also have a fear of the opposite of that happening. Um, I mean the chargers have a lot of weapons, so could be, uh, could be a Jared cook stream game if you want. Um, that's a gamble, but, uh, it could be a good game for him. If you're, if you're trying to stream a tight end, there's some injuries and stuff there. Um, obviously Austin Eckler I think is an absolute automatic start no matter what. I think he's pretty matchup proof. And, uh, outside of that, I don't know. I think Mike Williams has obviously looked more like the Mike Williams I thought would be there around this year. And, uh, he is who we he's... thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> he, he had some sort of a smoke screen going earlier in the year. Cause he's got all the profiles of being great, but he's just not great. So I think we're starting to see that. And, uh, and uh, Keenan Allen's always, a, I think he's a, especially in PPR, he's a, he's he's not necessarily matchup proof. He's had some struggles this year, but he's, I think he's still hard to sit in almost any situation. Um, but this this could be an interesting one. It could be both defenses aren't bad, so it could be a lower scoring than you think.
2: Yeah, I I would tend to agree with you on most of that. I think that uh, I think Cook is definitely a. I, I, I think if you've got Cook, chances are you've been playing him a bit this year. Like, I don't think he's on a ton of uh, waiver lists at this point. But um, I think if you've got him, I think he's a he's a good play as long as you don't have a top five guy uh, this week. I think that, uh, obviously, Eckler. Uh, I think Herbert I would probably steer away from if I had something better. Um you know, you could grab Wentz or somebody else off the waiver list this week, and uh, yeah, Keenan Allen is he he does a lot of the he does a lot of the middle stuff, and I think that's where Philadelphia is a little more in that linebacker area is a little more susceptible, and so I think if one of their wide receivers is going to have a good day, it'll be Allen.
0: So this is where I'm going to differ here. Um, I'm a little bit scared of what's been happening with the Chargers the last couple of weeks. Herbert hasn't been great. Keenan Allen's never really been that guy that if even in his bad weeks, he's he's hurt you too much because he's still been like his worst his worst point total this week in most like in a half point PPR was 7.1, which isn't it's not going to it's not going to kill your team. But the problem I have going against Philly is that It seems whenever it's whoever whatever team's number one wide receiver is playing them, he's getting he's getting followed all around the field by Darius Slay, and Darius Slay is shutting down that number one wide receiver on the team. Keenan Allen was very close to being one of my sick candidates this week.
1: Here's the question though: Do you think? I mean, Williams looks like more of the offensive weapon I think to a lot of defenses, so I wonder if they scheme Slay on on Williams or if they he watches more the middle on Allen.
2: I go back I was I go back to I was guessing it would be
0: Williams see so here's what I think I would I go back to when when Philly played Tampa Bay and you've got Mike Evans you've got Chris Godwin and you've got Antonio Brown to me yeah Evans and Williams are probably very similar but to me I think they're just taking that number one established guy who I think is Keenan Allen as compared to Mike Evans, and like Mike Evans had an awful week against Darius Slay.
1: Yeah, he did. Mike Evans does yeah, that I, too, though. I don't know. We Maybe we give Slay too much credit on that matchup. Mike Evans is good at two points, and he's good at 40.
2: Yeah, I, I think Evans is also not a, a good... He Him and Keenan Allen compare horribly. Like They're incredibly different. I receivers. Just, I know, and I
0: think I like I said, I think Evans profiles more like Mike Williams as well. Like they're yeah. two very similar wide receivers, but I don't know if for some reason I think Slay's just gonna follow around whoever they deem is the best offensive weapon for the Chargers. And personally to me, that I mean he's not gonna follow around, he's not gonna follow around Eckler, but I think he's definitely gonna go around with Keenan. Yeah.
2: My my money's on Williams, but we'll see.
0: We do, I need to have like some kind of side bet thing here going.
1: Yeah, we should have some sort of slam bet or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right, All right, Liam, we'll, we'll do uh, it up uh, if we get... Yeah, I'm I'm we'll on. We'll do side a slam of... bet for uh, for next week. Who gets more time with Slay? Yeah.
1: Okay,
0: we'll we'll do that. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the other side of the ball. You guys didn't have anything to add to the Chargers. Nope. No. Okay. Let's go to Philly. Oh. The chargers are allowing the 29th most points to the quarterback third, most to the running back 31st, most to the wide receiver third, most to the tight end. They're also allowing the second most rush yards to the running back and the fifth, most to the uh, receiving yards to the tight end.
1: Yeah. I mean, the numbers kind of say start three different Eagles running backs. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think Bo- and, and Boston Scott obviously looked like the guy um in the early going last week uh, and then all of a sudden jordan howard was the guy two touchdowns each
0: blast from and, the past uh, jordan howard
1: i know i ju- i knew it was gonna happen too as soon as they called him up i was like oh god do we have to watch jordan howard rumble into the end zone but he looked pretty good uh i don't know who that guy was in miami when he was there and he was rushing for like minus yards every touch but
0: it was yeah. the offensive line that was terrible
1: yeah, they were so bad. Yeah. Anyways, I think I, it's, I, uh, I'd go I'd go all in on uh, on Scott this week, and I mean, you could probably flex Howard here too, um, but they're not going to be up like they were last week. That was obviously a blowout game. So I think Scott's the safest bet there. And uh, the crazy thing is the discrepancy between the wide receiver and running back in this in this matchup. So it's it's pretty glaring that you start the running backs, and it, it's interesting because you would think. Hertz might run in for a couple too, but, but we'll see. I, I mean, I think you're, you're still starting uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't think you're benching him because. It's, it's he's a safe fan-
0: baseline with the rushing. Like he,
1: he's fantasy gold. He yeah. is. And uh, as, as bad as he looks on the field, when you watch the games, he's, he's, he's excellent for fantasy. So he's a, he's a good play. Goddard's a great play. Um, Goddard could easy, very easily be a top five tight end this week. And I would almost expect it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm probably, I'm definitely not starting any of the Eagles' wide receivers. I would probably sit Smith this week personally, um, but I'm I haven't really been a fan of him all year. So, um, but this is a bad matchup.
2: I, I want to say I like Smith. I just don't like the person throwing him the ball. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's
2: right. it's one of those situations. I mean, you you can watch really talented wide receivers that just don't get the don't get the throws to really produce i think it's not that dissimilar to what hollywood brown went through in the growing pains in baltimore with a little less talent throwing him the ball than lamar like it's i i really like the receiver i just don't like playing him in fantasy
0: yeah you read my mind in regards to the comparison to baltimore there um just to go on the Boston Scott Jordan Howard uh, conversation there, boss If you're asking, if you're asking which one, it, it I I lean Boston Scott as well. Just he had, absolutely he had forty five percent of the snaps last week, where Jordan Howard only had twenty five. So I I think Boston Scott just being more familiar with the offense as well, he's going to be the one that's getting the majority of the snaps and touches. So. More opportunities. He's
2: got more tread. Yeah, absolutely. More tread on those tires.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, he's definitely the better of the two. All right, let's let's uh, let's go over to the next matchup. Um, talking about Arizona and San Francisco. Looking at Arizona, San Francisco allows the fourth most points to the quarterback, the 22nd most points to the running back, and the 24th most points to the wide receiver, as well as the 23rd most points to the tight end, and they also allowed the third most rush yards to the quarterback. I we talked about this last week, where it, it's of Murray, so this is great. Like this is a great baseline for him. Um, in this in this scenario, though, it's better than what he had in, in a previous week, where were, where the team he was playing allowed a lot more rush yards to the quarterback because it's better. Like it's tougher matchups for his running back, his wide receiver, and his tight end. So I feel like he's gonna have to run a decent amount. This week. So, I mean, he's obviously a great play. Um, Elijah Mitchell is still a little hampered by injuries. So you want to monitor his health. But I mean, I personally not super comfortable starting him. You always start Devo. Iuke is just somebody that shouldn't be owned. And uh, oh sorry, I'm going uh, you, you, I you you went from very you went from went Mary from, to Mitchell I went from to Debo, And then I jumped well, over I'm to San Francisco. They, they both wear red. <laughs> yeah, no, Just I know it's
1: both wear red. They're
0: anyways, not like the same team. I know. <laughs> well, AFC West, red. Um uh, anyway, sorry, let's go back to the running back. Um uh Connor and Edmonds, I am not comfortable starting this week. Um and then in regards to the wide receivers, you're gonna start Hopkins. Green obviously being on COVID, Hawkins is probably going to get a little bit more target. So he's he was safe before the before Adrian Green was out. But I think if you had to choose, and I'm going to ask both of you guys, who are you going with? Are you going with more or are you going with Kirk this week? Kirk.
1: Oh, I don't like that question, but I'm uh, I'm probably going to lean Kirk too. He he could it could be a good it could be a big game for him. Okay,
2: Eileen. That's, that's an if. Eileen Moore.
0: Eileen Moore. So we'll see about that. Um, it's not a great I, matchup. For I think backwards. we're. Oh yes, yeah, sorry Go
2: ahead. I, I think we're talking about when you're talking about Kirk and Moore. Like you've got it. Uh, the way you phrase that question makes it sound like we're wanting to start one of them. I wouldn't want to start either. I could very easily see both of them scoring two points. And I think that's more likely than either of them scoring fifteen.
0: Okay, I'll let you in on a little secret. That was more of a personal question, because I have Rondell Moore in one of my other leagues, and Christian Kirk is on waivers. <laughs> and my other wide receivers were like Allen Robinson and IUK.
1: <laughs> oh, IUK. Oh. I'm
0: legitimately <laughs> honest to God, in that league, I am my starting wide receivers are coming off of waivers almost every
1: week. That's always a good feeling. <laughs> uh,
0: so gross, but yeah, I'm I'm not looking to start Urts this week. There's better matchups. Um, Kyler and Hawkins are the safest plays here, and if you don't have to, don't start anybody else.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things to keep in mind too, though, is what Kyler was a DNP at practice, wasn't he? Uh,
0: I think he was. I think he's right. a little banged up. Yeah.
1: After last week, so. But he was
0: also banged up. Like last, uh, before last week's game as well. Um, so I think probably looking more at just maintenance. Hopefully, it's not the shoulder injury that was really hampering him last year. Yes. Yeah. I think it was an ankle, I think is what they were saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He hurt his ankle at the end of the game there. I so. think, uh, yeah. Well, I think, I think he'll play. And I mean, Hopkins is a DMP. It seems like, I don't know if Hopkins has practiced this year. So it's, <laughs> uh, he seems to just skip that but uh, he doesn't believe in uh, practice he doesn't need to anymore so he's uh, yeah he's unreal though he um if he plays i mean he should have had a 66 yard touchdown last week but for some reason he reached back and grabbed the guy's face mask that was smart but uh and then hurt himself on the play too but uh the interesting thing with him uh was the was the coach comments later i don't know if you guys saw that but that he because he kept popping up on the field every now and then even though he clearly hurt himself on the first on that early play. And the coaches were saying that they had told him to stay off the field and he wasn't basically allowed to go back out, but he just kept going back out. Cause he's a, he's a warrior. Like he's a guy who's played through injuries his entire career and he just, he wants to win. So that was, uh, that was interesting to see that after the game that that's what happened.
0: I love cool. Hopkins. I like, as a Colts fan, I hated the Texans, but I always mm. loved Deandre Hopkins. Um, just are, because of exactly what you were just saying.
1: Yeah, there's there not a lot a of few, stars that'll do that. He's 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 like an he's like a hockey player. He's <laughs> yeah. know, he's two broken arms and whatever, we're skating, it's the playoffs, you know?
2: There are a few players that you can compare to Hopkins for his heart and his talent level. Uh he is he's phenomenal. And uh hopefully it's nothing serious and we get to watch him uh at least close to a hundred percent
0: have you have you ever seen the size of his hands
1: i have not he wears
0: (laughs) three x gloves and he legitimately has to take scissors to the in inside like in between the fingers to cut them open so he can spread his hands more because of how big they are and how like like the dexterity with his fingers
1: yeah, it would make sense why he catches 130 balls a year. <laughs> yeah.
2: It also makes sense why he had dropping issues early in his career. Yeah. 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 All
0: right, yeah. let's go over to San Francisco, which I already tried to do apparently. Um, Arizona's allowing the 31st most points to the quarterback, the 27th most to the running back, the 15th most to the wide receiver, and the 32nd most points to the tight end. Um, you're starting Devo. And that's about it.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm kind of on board with you there. I uh You're also starting no, the Arizona Cardinals
0: defense. I, I,
1: yeah, Jimmy Jimmy G looked like a bit of a hero last week, <laughs> but uh, I I I kind of yeah, I would not recommend chasing the hero there. Um but uh this is a, this is a tough matchup, especially I mean if Kyler doesn't randomly play, this one could be a little closer, but either way the that defense is going to be tough on the on the Niners offense and I, I, yeah, Mitchell's a maybe, I mean, he's looked great, so he's, he's a dart throw. Um, it's hard to bench him when he's playing this well, but, uh, yeah, he's a maybe, maybe a flex, but uh, outside of that, I wouldn't, yeah, Debo's where the money is.
2: Yeah, I think unless you've, uh, if, if you've got other options, I would avoid Mitchell. Uh, I think if, uh, if you have to, he's not the worst play this week, but, um, yeah, I think Debo's about all you really want to talk about on San Francisco this week.
1: Yeah, Mitchell's strictly a volume play. If he he just looks like he's getting a lot of work. So I think his his floor is higher than some others because they'll throw to him a bit too. But um
2: yeah, yeah, he's got the goal line and he's got the volume and he catches passes. I mean, he's 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 basically an every down back for them at this point. So I think you can at least rely on his volume and where he's getting um, the looks. But, uh, yeah, this is a gross matchup.
1: Yeah, yeah. you heard it here, folks. Brandon Ayuk, start of the week.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, I did pick him up in our league just because I'm oh, – like, I've,
1: I've played that game like 10 times this year. <laughs> dude, I've dropped pick him. him up, I've him, picked him pick up and up, dropped him.
0: him twice in our league. So, yeah. I mean
1: no, – he, he, He keeps toying with me too. Don't worry. It's happening to probably a lot of people.
2: I think it's time to get off IUC at San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's just move on to the next matchup. Okay. Going. I was so excited to talk about this matchup until the news today. So looking at Green Bay and Kansas City. um, Just go to the Green Bay side of the ball because we'll just get it over with now. Uh, Kansas City's allowing the second most points to the quarterback. 16th most points to the running back. 21st most to the wide receiver, second most to the tight end. They're also allowing the second most rush yards to the quarterback, fifth most receiving yards to the running back, and they're, Kansas City's also allowing the most receiving yards to tight end.
2: Uh, this one is uh, sad. I, I it's mean, sad.
0: it's very sad.
2: Well, it, it's not going to be the amazing. Uh, Game that I think a lot of people were thinking that uh, Green Bay might, you know, put up a lot of points and all of that. I think Love is uh, not getting as much love as he deserves. Uh, I think he's. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I I think that I think that he's a very capable backup. I think that Aaron Jones is gonna probably have a big week this week um i think there's the possibility dylan does does well i think they're going to probably look to throw a lot of short stuff a lot of stuff out of the backfield things like that uh if you know adam should be off covid protocol by then it's hard not to start adams if you got him. uh the only the only thing is like obviously tight end is a very good place to throw to against kansas city but i i wouldn't start mercedes lewis
1: he
0: was almost Uh, he was almost my bold prediction this week
1: yeah (laughs) i played with that one too
2: yeah he's an absolute beast but he's he's not He's not a guy they're going to put on the field that often because they need him to block. They don't want to be on the sidelines starfished out because he's been running up and down the field catching passes.
0: He's 50 pounds away from
2: being a left tackle. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's huge. Like You watch people trying to tackle him. Uh, uh, They say it all the time. Like The first person doesn't tackle Lewis. It is always a second or third. Yeah, I just meant from the standpoint
0: that he's, he's such a good blocker too like he's yeah he's very effective at blocking
2: that's what i said he's an amazing blocker they don't want him running up and down the field and starfished out on the sidelines because he's gassed from trying to catch passes so i could see him catching something you know close to the goal line uh, a couple yard uh, touchdown that maybe gives him a good uh you know a good value on the week but i i wouldn't uh i wouldn't look his way too hard even though the matchup is plush i
1: uh i think uh i'm i think they're gonna pick sternberger up again i think he got released today so uh i have a feeling they're gonna reunite him in the uh, in Packerland. we'll see but uh he had a lot of there was a lot of hope for him early in the career and then obviously that didn't go well but we'll see i have a feeling he's coming home but uh um outside of that yeah i mean i'd uh start aaron jones obviously nobody's benching aaron jones if you have him um and uh yeah I, I i agree i think in a super flex or a two quarterback league i i'd have no problem playing jordan love this week
0: it's the rush and, yards uh, for me like for love yeah
1: absolutely yeah no he's, there's a he's lot of potential and,
0: a very athletic guy
2: who can run
1: yeah and casey's casey gives it up so <laughs> it's uh it's going to be there for the taking it's
2: yeah, uh, it, it's especially to the run. Like you can run very easily against Kansas City, so I think he's not a bad start at all.
1: And uh, start Blake Bortles cause, uh, <laughs> they, he flew he flew back to uh, Lambo today. And uh, there's not I don't know how many people can say this. This is a joke from my other league, but uh, I have won a title on the back of Blake Bortles once. So. I have as uh, well. Me, me and Blake the Snake have a tight uh, tight relationship.
0: Bortles! I have also won a title on the back of Blake Bortles and it was I had Blake Bortles and Tom Brady and I sat Tom Brady in finals and Bortles ended up scoring outscoring him by 15 points and I won.
1: Yeah, Bortles had a monster fight. It was I mean yeah, I can guarantee you right now we won the same year with yeah. World. I so, think so. <laughs> there was only one chance. <laughs> There's ever, only one year <laughs> to ever win the tournament. I don't even think it was a full year. But it was but, so uh,
0: gross because it was like he was. He, I mean, just flash back to the the good old days, the past. Um, it, it was like he had like six points with like six minutes left in the game and ended up with like twenty five.
1: Yeah, he went uh, full snake.
0: Yeah. All right, let's oh, – and you know how – so here's the thing. Uh, I, and I want to know, what, I, especially Graham, being a Green Bay fan, um, what kind of alarms do you think are going to go off in Kansas City if for some reason Green Bay is in this game with them and it's a lot closer than everyone's anticipating?
2: I – Personally, I think that uh, I think this is one of those like Kansas City. They're just they're not an elite team anymore. Uh, People have realized that you can blitz them. And uh, you know, uh, we, we saw it in the Super Bowl and we've seen it pretty much every game since. If you if you get it, Mahomes, they don't have they don't have a great Like, they've got a very good line, but they don't have any real blocking tight ends. Um, There's not a lot stopping you from really ramming, you know, your defense down his throat. And they're just, they're not good defensively. So if you can slow down Mahomes, you can slow down their electric offense you know, most teams are capable of, of throwing and running on them and controlling the gameplay. Uh, Kansas City has always, almost always, uh, been behind in the time of possession. And that was the key to some of their electric offense and, you know, the big play thing, punted here, but then the next one they score in three downs. It That kind of offense... Only really works if you can't if you can really sustain it, and I don't think they can anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with you too, and I don't even know if you can call them electric offense anymore. Like the Giants were a great matchup for them, and they gee, just sucked. All right, they, let's yeah, they,
1: they needed Der- they needed Derek Gore to win. Oh, god,
0: that yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> um. Let's go over to the Kansas City side of the ball. Green Bay is allowing the 22nd most points to the quarterback. 17th most to the running back. 26th most to the wide receiver. 17th most to the tight end. They're also allowing the most rush yards to the quarterback. So,
1: All right, yeah. I uh, uh, I was going to say I I like the Rams in this matchup for sure. I mean, the Rams. I know. We're huh? talking about
0: Kansas City still.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're already going to the next. You pulled a Liam. No,
1: like, no. We're not even wearing the same colors.
2: I, I, I was gonna say this is beyond a Liam because he went to the whole next game.
0: He <laughs> went to the next game. At least I stayed in the same game, the same division, same color jerseys. You've gone from red to blue and yellow. <laughs>
1: All right, Graham took up all the time on the Kansas City talk, so I had to move on.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, I mean, it's basically what it is. Uh, You're starting Mahomes, you're starting Hill, you're starting Kelsey. Uh, You know, Williams is definitely a solid flex. And uh, outside of that, I wouldn't touch too much on Kansas City these days. I agree 100%.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't have anything much else to say there. I don't. I don't think I'd be starting uh, Hardman this week, and and uh, agree with all the other points there.
2: I'm only I don't, saying I, I, on I to like, the
1: Rams.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> I'm only saying I'm agreeing 100 so that we can get Zach to where he wants to go. Apparently, um, let's go Rams. Let's, let's go to Tennessee <laughs> and LA uh, Rams. I uh, look at Tennessee. The Rams are allowing 24th most points to the quarterback, 18th most to the running back the 20th most to the wide receiver, 13th most to the tight end. LA is also allowing the fourth most pass yards in the NFL.
1: Oh man, I got to talk. I, I'm, I'm trying to talk about the Rams. Right, I'm stopping <laughs> you. You got to talk about the
0: Titans first.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's a tough matchup for Tennessee. I think the Rams defense, I mean, they haven't been amazing uh, this year. They've been good, but not amazing. So, it might look like it's not the worst matchup for Tennessee, but I mean, I'm actually starting Adrian Peterson in a league and, uh, I'm just throwing out a hope and a prayer. So, uh, I don't think that's a terrible start. No, I think I, you know what he's, if they get to the goal line, AP is going to pound it in. So I think, uh, I think he's an, he's a flex this week for sure. Uh, AJ Brown's looked great lately. So, I mean, if you got AJ Brown, you're playing him. Um, Yeah, outside of that, I yeah, I don't know. I I I don't think McNichols is a start. I know I've seen that in a few spots, and a few people are talking about him there. But I'd start AP over McNichols personally, Um, and uh, because he's more similar to the game that Derrick Henry brought. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not starting Tannehill this week, and uh, I'd yeah. I think you're looking at AJ Brown and and maybe AP.
2: I think with this one, like, I think McNichols has been there. He's had he's had time on the field. They just love him as a blocking back on passing downs. Um, I think that he's the kind of guy who's going to be on the field a bunch, but I don't think he's going to get a lot of touches. And I think they are going to probably amend their philosophy a little bit, which benefits Brown and Tannehill uh, as decent starts this week. That i think they're going to be passing a lot more than they traditionally do i think ap is still if you were lucky enough to get him on the waiver he's probably still a very good flex uh because they're not going to completely change their identity overnight but i think this does play a little more into brown and Tannehill having better matchups
0: yeah i i really honestly don't have much more to add to to any of what you guys have said so let's just go on to the ram side of the ball uh tennessee is allowing the ninth most points to the quarterback 23rd most points to the running back the most points to the wide receiver the 27th most points to the tight end they're also allowing the fifth most pass yards and they're allowing the most receiving yards to the wide receiver which obviously is why they're allowing the most points to the wide receiver in fantasy football
2: and zach take it
1: away
0: <laughs> And let no 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 no, no. we're gonna just go to Chicago and Pittsburgh next. No, yeah. You know, talking
1: about the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I mean lot I mean that you could talk all uh, quite a bit about the Rams here. There's a lot <laughs> of options. I uh I think their defense is a good play this week, even though um you know Tennessee's offense can put some points on the board. Uh I think Stafford's a great play this week. Uh Cup, Woods, both great plays. You could even dart throw at Jefferson. Um uh, the only one I'd probably sit this week is probably sadly uh, the Higbeast. He's been killing me, but I can't let him go. Uh, but uh, I think he's Screw he's a rough Tyler go this week. Yeah, he's he's killing a lot of people. <laughs> I had such high hopes for him, and
2: uh, Higbee's in every week sit.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just not throwing him the ball, and uh, especially in the red zone. So it is what it is. But uh, I think I think this could yeah. I think the Rams are going to put some points on the board in this one.
2: Yeah, I, I got to agree with you. I think that uh, this week I got a, a sneaking suspicion that uh, Jefferson. I think uh, we'll get into it later. Liam kind of picked yeah, first. Yeah, you guys stop so talking about my guy. Okay, start set. But I, I think Jefferson is absolutely uh, a very, very good target this week. Um, I think he's got a lot of promise for a big week.
0: Well. I don't really have anything to say now because all my thunder for Van Jefferson's been stolen, but, uh, I mean, yeah, Stafford's great. Cooper cup, obviously auto start. Woods is going to have a decent game. I really like Van Jefferson this week a lot. Um, speaking of wide receivers that if you're one of those teams, that's apparently picking up wide receivers off free agency and putting them right into your starting lineup. I did that with Van Jefferson in one of my leagues. Um, super stoked. I'm going to save, some info that I have on him for a little bit later. So let's uh, let's go from this to the last matchup of the week, which is Chicago and Pittsburgh. Uh, looking at Chicago, Pittsburgh is allowing the 23rd most points to the quarterback, the 25th most to the running back, the 11th most to the wide receiver, and the 22nd most to the tight end.
1: Um, I mean, Fields looked like a hero last week, so we'll see which one. I wavered him in a super flex league uh i probably won't play him but if he can show me a few more of those weeks and not some of the one point weeks then uh we'll see but this isn't uh this isn't a great matchup so i'm not expecting a lot from uh, probably anybody on the chicago side because it's a bad matchup for herbert too even though he's he's looking like a pretty solid player he had a down week last week but uh he's getting a lot of volume and williams got hurt uh last week again so williams looks like probably a getting hurt every week so i think herbert's he's got a floor as a flex um because i don't think this is going to be a high scoring game at all um but uh yeah i don't think you're i mean you could you can dart throw at mooney or robinson i'm probably not going to do it um and that's about it
2: (laughs) i think uh herbert's been top three for timeshare uh for time on the field the last like two or three weeks uh, among running backs, he's over 80%. I think uh, just based off the amount of time he's on the field, uh, it's hard not to look his way in most matchups. This isn't one where I'd expect him to, you know, have a 20-plus point game by any measure, but I think it's pretty easy to see him over 10. Um, And I think – if I had to throw a, a dart at the Chicago offense, Mooney's not a terrible start in a full PPR league, but yeah, I would yeah I would
0: agree with that. I'm not like I dropped Allen Robinson in my other league that I had like my two my two wide receivers that I took, the first two that I take uh, take took in that draft were Robinson and IU, and I've dropped both of them. Um, and you know what? <laughs> Maybe, like, you were talking about Fields doing hero time last week. Maybe it was because Matt Nagy wasn't on the field.
1: That's exactly what I said. Yeah, no, I was saying that in one of my chats, too. I was like, absolutely. I think they should keep Nagy away again.
2: Yeah, like, just... I I don't think there's anyone, including probably his mother, who thinks Nagy should be on that sideline anymore, uh, outside of, apparently, the Chicago ownership. But uh, I think that Fields... Is obviously a running quarterback. He obviously does better when he's running, uh, whether he's throwing off the run or not. He's not a pocket passer. You don't want him standing in the pocket trying yeah. to make plays.
0: Yeah, it's it's something that you definitely got to take advantage of his legs and just the what he can create, like just downfield by being able to roll out of the pocket. Um, one thing I did want to touch on with the uh, with the um, Chicago backfield is. Monty is going to be back soon, but I don't think that if if you have heard, don't rush to trade him because Monty's coming back soon because I think what he's shown is that they're going to have a really good tandem when Monty gets back.
2: Yeah, I think he's killed a bit of Monty's value yeah. um, with just how good he's been and in every down kind of play he's been great at every aspect
0: yeah okay let's go over to pittsburgh uh just last team we'll talk about for tonight um chicago is allowing the 13th most points to the quarterback 15th most to the running back third most to the wide receiver and 31st most to the tight end they're also allowing the third most rush yards to the running back and fourth most receiving yards to the wide receiver
1: yeah, great. Uh, John, Deontay and uh, Claypool, are smash starts this week. I think start both of them. Um, I I still wouldn't like to start Ben anywhere um, just because he he looks slower than the senior citizens. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, your running backs are great. I think a lot of people rushed out to grab prior Muth, but uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be throwing him out there, but yeah, this he's got some magic for him. Yeah, but it's a horrible matchup for him. But he's getting targets, so I think some people will start him, but I think they're going to be disappointed this week. Um, I think it's going to be a, a Claypool and, and and Johnson game. But um, that being said, I, I don't even really need to talk about Najee Harris because he's clearly a smash start every week. Yeah. Um, and this is even a decent matchup, so this could be a – and I, I don't think it's going to be a really big scoring game, so I think, uh, think Najee is going to get a lot of points here, and that's about it there. <laughs>
2: I, I think uh, I think starting anybody that Ben's throwing to is difficult. Um, I, I like to think that Johnson and uh, Claypool are both starts this week and should be fine because the matchup is very plush. But just keep in mind it's Big Ben throwing him the ball. And, you know, he might throw... He might throw ten passes, you know, Deontay's way. He might throw ten passes Claypool's way, or he might throw them each like two, and he might throw like six into the ground. Uh, It's really tough to tell these days with Big Ben.
1: Yeah, I think Johnson gets a lot of catches this week because I don't trust Ben throwing it more than twelve yards.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I could definitely see it being something where I. Out of all the starting quarterbacks in the league, like the two quarterbacks in my opinion that can just tank their wide receivers' values in fantasy is Big Ben and Daniel Jones. So,
1: yep, <laughs> agreed. Yeah,
2: for no reason too.
1: Yeah,
2: like just, oops, I didn't show up today.
1: I feel like Daniel Jones has a concussion every game. Like he he plays like he's concussed. Like when he starts running and he gets far, he just falls. He looks he like
0: plays. he's concussed. Yeah, like when he, he has that, like he's that look yeah, constantly doesn't even on his
1: like face. Like, yeah, he looks like he's in another planet when he's running around.
0: Yeah, like not trying to be mean or anything. It's just he. You know when you got those those younger quarterbacks and it, there's just a lot of the times where there's a play that's made and they just look lost out there. Like that look is it just looks like Daniel Jones has that look on his face
2: far too often.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a lost puppy sometimes. All right. Well, that's... He, he's uh, oh, he...
2: he's a rare downward slide from a rookie campaign for a quarterback. Yeah.
0: Everybody was so excited after he's here. Um, that pretty much does it for matchups. Just a reminder, Detroit, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Washington are on bye. So why don't we go in to start and sit? Um,
1: who wants to lead it off this week? I'll Anybody go. Else? I'll go. Oh, right, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Graham.
2: I think I got it by an inch there. Uh, so my start for this week uh, is Taysom Hill. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing, especially based off uh, him being on the field uh, today. I think, I think playing Atlanta, it's a great matchup. And Taysom Hill, as much as he's not your stereotypical quarterback and he's certainly not their first kind of option, Atlanta is a super plush matchup and they allow a lot of rushing yards to the quarterback. I think you can start him with some confidence.
1: All right. My uh, quarterback start for the week is Teddy Bridgewater. Um that may sound gross. It does. Uh, as he is pretty gross, but uh, I think the matchup's there, and uh, I think Sutton's another one. There's a few guys that I think could could have a big game. Um, if Fant ends up playing, I think he's a pretty good start, even though he's let a lot of people down lately. Um, but he is on the COVID list right now, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but I'm I'm in on Teddy this week. I wanted Tua, but uh, we <laughs> won't go to there. So. I
0: yeah Number and two I, was Teddy. yeah so i mean as zach alluded to there my start is to uh um i was see the three guys that we have listed as our, our quarterback starts of the week i was considering all three of them but teddy Bridgewater's bitten me twice when i've named him a start and i was very close to going to taysom hill i just wasn't 100 percent confident in him starting this week just with having any injury issues you
2: went with everybody's first choice
0: I, i'm glad that makes me feel better about my choice
2: <laughs>
0: all right and who we got sitting
2: uh for me i put garoppolo uh i think he's what 30 31st worst worst matchup as a qb uh and it's garoppolo so he's nowhere near you know matchup proof um i just think it's a terrible matchup for him yeah agreed.
1: yeah I uh, agree with that too. I went with uh, Ryan Tannehill here. He's uh, he's bit me a bunch this year and playing uh, as I alluded to before. I'm all in on the Rams this week, so I think uh, I think they're going to put a ton of pressure on them. And uh, I think it's and obviously I mean they lost their lifeblood, so we'll uh, we'll see if they I mean if they got a good they got a good coaching staff, so maybe they'll they'll figure it out. And maybe Adrian Peterson looks like 26 year old Adrian Peterson and not 36 year old, but I, uh, I, like I said, I think AP will be okay, but it, it, it there's no Derrick Henry, and I think Tannehill is going to get sacked about six or seven times this week.
0: I think that's a big ask of Adrian Peterson. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, That's not really fair. <laughs> yeah.
0: I am going to sit Matt Ryan this week. Tough matchup against New Orleans. Not much more to say than that, just because, I mean, he's also going to be missing, uh, Calvin Ridley for the foreseeable future. Um, it's a tough matchup for Pitts, So that's like his, him and Patterson are the next best, best options. Like they both have really tough matchups this week. So I, I just don't see him getting it done to have a good enough value for your fantasy matchup. All right. And uh, running back starts. Who you got?
2: Uh, My first off the list is uh, my first, a lot of weeks. uh, Gaskin. (laughs) Um, Miami has made it so that a guy that I shouldn't be allowed to, you know, choose in this kind of category uh, still ends up being someone I can choose because they don't play him enough. But I think the matchup is there. I think there is very little chance that he doesn't get the looks he deserves and should have. So I think Gaskin is a really solid start this week. Uh, I also think Hines is a... is a sneaky and decent start, even though obviously he is not JT. If you have JT, you're starting JT. But I think that they're up against the Jets. I don't think the Jets is gonna have the Jets are gonna have lightning strike twice. So I think they're gonna be running a lot and they're gonna need Heinz in there to pick up some runs and he's obviously going to get a couple of passes as well.
1: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think those are those are pretty good bets in both cases. I like the Heinz play because I, I I think the Colts. Um, I don't want to yeah I don't want to say this and kill Liam's heart if it doesn't happen, but uh, I think the Colts are gonna are gonna beat up on the Jets tomorrow. But we'll see. Mike White, the the new Brett
0: Favre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I, I chose an interesting one for my RB start because I know I'm all in on the run. I, like I like yours. I like yours. I, yeah. I, I, I went yeah. with AP. I do think AP is going to find the end zone this week. And, uh, I think they're going to give him a shot and they're going to give him some touches. I think he'll see, you know, 15 runs or something this week. And, and, uh, I think, like I said, I think he'll, I think he'll fall into the end zone and he's going to try to prove himself and he's going to run hard. So we'll see how it goes. And, uh...
2: AP' is a different beast too like there's there's few guys who've ever touched that 2k line and AP is one of them and he did it after having a major injury where he was sitting for a while he's he's not played in a bit he's got some time to recharge I think he's gonna come back hungry and I think he's gonna run really hard in this game and I think he's a solid i think that's a solid pick.
1: Yeah. My other one, uh, another guy who runs pretty hard, uh, love the matchup, Zach Moss. I mentioned earlier, I think you could probably even flex in Singletary in this matchup. I mean, I think Buffalo Buffalo should run all over him. So we'll see how it goes. Um, sometimes the, the things that seem a guarantee aren't in football, but, uh, I think, I think Moss gets at least one touchdown this week.
0: Yeah. I'd have to agree with you there. Um, I chose Devontae Booker. Um, going i mean it's a it's a good matchup for booker it, it against the raiders um he did have uh quite a good game in a poor matchup in his last game but uh i mean 93 of the snaps he's he's that was against uh, that was against kansas city last week 93 of the snaps he's in on first second and third down so i mean going against the raiders plus matchup he's gonna get the touches Opportunities. That's all going to turn into fantasy points. And I, my other running back start is on the. It's in the. He's in the same game on the other side. Josh Jacobs. Like it, this is going to be. You're going to after this game's over. You're going to be looking at. You're going to see both Booker and Jacobs, and they're probably going to be. I, I think Jacobs will probably be in the top twelve, but I think Booker's probably going to be anywhere
2: between thirteen and fifteen. Fair enough. Uh, I think those are. Definitely both good starts. Uh, For my sits, I didn't go with players. I just went with teams. Um, I would sit everybody on uh, every running back in the Houston backfield. I think right now there's three different ones to choose from. It's last week, Burkhead out of nowhere was the guy. I think that uh, if you're looking at anything in their backfield, you're probably super desperate. Uh, and then I also went with Denver. Uh, I think right now with where Denver's at, uh, they don't have the best matchup. And I think that I would stay away from this timeshare personally.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you on that for this week. I think, uh, I mean, unless you play on nfl.com where they like to decide to project David Johnson for 14 fantasy points every single week, even in half PPR for some, I have no idea why, but every week he's, he's projected as like a top 15 running back and, uh, it does not happen. And, uh, I, yeah, even with the, the trade, obviously with Ingram, I don't think Houston's going to, yeah, those running backs aren't doing anything. I agree with both your calls there. Um, I uh, I threw my guy under the bus here. Uh, James Robinson's my guy for sure. I love the guy, and uh, I love his story and how he's done in Jacksonville and how he just keeps looking great out there. But uh, coming off the injury, if he ends up playing, um, it's just a horrible matchup. I don't uh, I don't I mean he's kind of the guy they throw. He's their pass catching guy too. When he's out there, he's kind of their everything. So there you could argue there he might catch a few passes too, but. I think it's just such a bad matchup. They're going to be down. They're going to be chasing that. uh, I think it's a floor game for James. And uh, my other one was Mike Davis, who returned to grace last week and got back to his kind of 10 to 12 point range where he was most games this year uh, before the week before when he had one point. Uh, But uh, I, I I'm not falling for it and throwing him back out there again. They clearly, clearly like Patterson and uh, they think he's their best chance to win. So Davis might get, a, might get 10 touches or something, but I, I don't think it's, uh, it's going to be valuable.
0: All right. And my, uh, my running back sits are Michael Carter. I know that there's probably a lot of people out there that are being like, oh, you know what? He had a great game last week. This is not the week to play Michael Carter. Indianapolis is very good against the running back. And also that linebacking core in Indy is absolutely ridiculous. Carter is not going to have a good game. Um, and the other one is Damian Harris, just going up against, sorry, excuse me. He's going up again. I'm completely forgetting who they're playing this week now. Uh, Carolina, that's right. Sorry. Uh, they're playing Carolina. Carolina is, they're allowing the 31st most points to running back. So this isn't it. This isn't the week you want to start Harris either.
2: Agreed. Um. Moving on to my wide receiver starts. Uh, I had Judy at the top of it. Uh, I know he is definitely not the guy in Denver right now, but I think he is kind of a 1A or 1B to Sutton's 1A. I think he's still going to get a lot of looks, and they're going up against Dallas. Dallas, you got to throw against... uh, you got to assume i mean zach had bridgewater as a start i think bridgewater is going to have to throw a bunch of passes and it's hard not to see judy uh benefiting from that my other one is uh adam thielen and baltimore they kind of got one corner yeah so you got to assume that you know, if if you got a choice, if you got one corner, it's obviously going to be on Jefferson. So yeah. anyone who isn't the number one receiver going against Baltimore has a plus matchup. So I think starting Thielen this week, even if you've got a couple of good receivers on your team, I think Thielen is in a plus matchup where you see him being a wide receiver one this week.
0: Who do you got starting at wide receiver, Zach?
1: Sorry, guys. I was just gonna say I, um, I think Thielens a, a smash almost every week. Maybe not a smash, but he's not a guy I'm ever sitting. Uh, I think Graham's bang on there, and I, I agree with Judy. I think that's a big one. Um, I went with Hunter Renfro. Uh, I'm attacking the Raiders. Obviously, recent news. Um, yeah. I think yeah. I think Brian Edwards. You could argue I picked him up in one league too although he's dropped a lot of passes and looked a little off at times this year. Um, I think Renfro is going to get, you know, he's going to get a ton of targets. He should be in 10 to 15 range almost every week. And, uh, although he's not a big play guy, I think he's going to be consistent enough where he could, he could be a start almost every week for the rest of the year. Uh, and my other, uh, start of the week was Devontae Parker. He looked good last week. I mean, first half, he got a ton of targets. He slowed down at the end, but, uh, uh, he's an athletic guy. He's proven he can be a, a valuable fantasy guy at times. So I think he's uh, poised. And like, like Liam said earlier with his quarterback start, I think Tua's going to have a good day t- too. And I think Parker's going to benefit from that.
0: All right. And my uh, wide receiver starts are going to be Cortland Sutton. Pretty much the same argument as Jerry Judy. And my guy, Van Jefferson. Um, this is a guy I'm super excited for this week. Because the last two weeks he's had 94% of the snaps and 84% of the snaps, uh, he's been. Last week he was averaging 29.33 yards per catch. I know that. I mean, that's a little bit hard to kind of stat out each week, but uh, I, I the Rams like to throw the ball downfield. They've got a great matchup going into this week uh, where they're, Tennessee is allowing so many points to the wide receivers, so. Jefferson is a great play this week.
2: I think everyone agrees with that for sure. Uh, for my sits, I had Mike Williams, as I discussed earlier. I think he's gonna get he's gonna get the sleigh treatment and he hasn't been great recently as it is. I think it's uh, very likely that he is fairly invisible in that one. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Jacoby Myers. I think that game is going to have uh, less than twenty points scored cumulatively, and I think that you can kind of just forget about all their wide receivers.
1: Yeah, my uh, my sits. Um, I went with Allen. Went with Allen Robinson. I think. Uh... I mean, I know a lot of people are sitting him nowadays and he's dropping to waiver wires, but that one I was gonna say, everybody's I him. cutting him. Yeah. I left him in there for all those people that are still banking on how he used to be and living in the good old days. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, it's a bad matchup too. And I just, yeah, I don't see him, uh, doing much. He looks like a different person this year. And,
0: uh, he's trying to make my, sure he's not going to get franchise tagged in the offseason.
1: I know, right? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him and in, and uh, in contracts this this year. Like to see, I think somebody's still going to pay him, um, but I I mean, he's definitely killing his value. Um, or sorry, Nagy's killing his value. Yeah. Um, uh, my other sit was uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, uh, not a terrible matchup with Cleveland, but I I think uh, it's a bad week for him. Uh, I don't think he's going to see many targets in the middle. Uh, the outside receivers are more valuable in this matchup and uh, you could argue they're better anyways. Um, So he might see a few targets, but I think this is going to be a down game for him. And he's been one of those guys that uh, I'm still seeing people starting him everywhere. And he's, I mean, he blew up against me earlier this year when I was playing him in a few leagues in the same week, but uh, I don't have a lot of faith in him this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent agree there. Um, I took some pretty low hanging fruit with my wide receiver sits this week. Um, Devonta Smith for Philly. I'm not looking to start him this week going up against the Chargers. They're allowing the 30th thirtieth most points. So, like, really bad matchup for wide receivers. And uh, LaVisca Chenault going against Buffalo. Buffalo's allowing at least points to the wide receivers. So, I'm not looking to start either one of them.
2: Fair enough. Um, uh, for my tight end start... I went with Goddard. I think that if you just look at the matchup alone, I think that's a, pretty much a done deal. I don't think there's a lot of faith in anyone else that's going to get catches in Philly, and it's such a plus matchup for the tight end. It's hard to him, see him not going off. I like that start a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was who I wanted to start this week, i got to be honest. <laughs> I like your but, start uh, though too, Zach. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, I think Con- Conklin's gonna have a big week. I mean, I think their opponent is. I think they're the worst against yeah. tight ends. Yeah. So it's uh, he's. I mean, he's poised to, to have a good week, and uh, I think uh, he's he's shown that he's a big, big enough part of their offense where he's gonna get the targets each week. He's not getting a ton of red zone looks, but um, I think he's uh, I think he's a good start this week.
0: Yeah, and I went with Mike Gesicki. I mean, he's got a super high snap percentage. He's getting targets. I mean, you want to get targets when you're a tight end, um, if you can guarantee targets, like you can pretty much for Gasicki. Uh, it's it's a lot easier to have confidence in your tight end play. So Gasicki, plus matchup this week too, and just getting lots of snaps, lots of targets. So
1: I think we could, uh, I think we could almost call Liam out on this one though. With uh, I think Gasicki's the tight end for. I don't know if he can even be in this he is the anyway. tight end for is that automatic now it seems
0: yeah I, I you know there's still like i mean tight ends tough though like you he might be the tight end for it, but he's probably not outscoring like tight end five through 12 by that much like it's probably <laughs> it's probably a difference of like 11 points
1: uh tight ends are the worst <laughs> so
2: yeah all right, uh, in sitting... any case, uh I'm sitting Zach Ertz. I think uh, I think this is one of the one of those matchups where there isn't a lot I think there's going to end up. I mean, Arizona is just terrible to pass to the tight end against. Wow. And it's not a our sorry, not Arizona, San Francisco. And it's uh, <laughs> you did. It, it's you just did what I did. The
0: red match-ups. team. It's
2: it, it's a red team, right? Yeah. He plays red for Arizona. team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go go red team. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, San Francisco is a terrible team to pass against to the tight end, and there's just there's so many more, especially a wide receiver that. Will probably eat up some of those targets, and I just don't think he's a good set start.
1: Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think you're bang on there. I mean, uh, I've been hating on Ert since the trade happened, but uh, this profiles to be the one where he throws up a dud for sure. And I threw. Uh, I talked about him earlier, but uh, he's crushing my hopes and dreams every week. But I chose the Higbee. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Tyler Higbee's uh, arguably a droppable guy. He's played every week, and he's. I think he's about 14th in most formats, so uh, I would definitely drop him and uh, sit him this week.
0: Yeah, and my sit is Dalton Schultz uh, going again going up against Denver. Yeah, Denver lost Vaughn Miller, but uh, they're still their linebacking core is still pretty good. A um, 29th at most points to the tight end, so I think uh, this isn't the week to start Dalton Schultz.
2: For how uh, for how weak his tight end start was, his tight end sit was probably actually a pretty good one. Uh, hey, I, you on do the, remember that d-
0: I am the the tight end king here. I called
2: I called CJ Uzama, so and we're we will be hearing about that for like two more years. Absolutely, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I think that was years, that was
0: a heck of a call. Two years is like the least amount of time you'll be hearing. Like you're gonna be hearing about this for ten.
2: Yeah. So. Um. Uh. For my defensive uh, streamer, I picked Indy. Uh. Indy's been been decent, but they're still on some waiver wires, and you can still pick them up. And uh, they got an amazing matchup. I think they're going to bash them in pretty bad. And all of the running back passes and things that happened last game for the Jets are just not going to happen in this one. I don't think. And I think White's going to find himself on his back.
1: Yeah, I was going to call Graham out a bit on this one because uh, I think argue, uh, Indy's a bit of a questionable D streamer uh, call when they're they're a great defense playing the Jets. <laughs> so it's, uh, but I think I think you're right. I think a lot of people are on the Mike White bandwagon after last week. So. Hey, I thought Cincinnati
0: was a great start against the Jets last week
2: they weren't terrible and on to onto Zach's uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah
1: speaking of the Bengals uh yeah I, I went with Cincinnati I mean it's 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 uh it's a decent matchup with uh, with the Browns this week and I think uh I think the Bengals are gonna get it done this week I I started them last week and I'm starting them again this week uh they've looked like they've got a pretty decent defense this year they're kind of middle of the road maybe a little bit above in most formats but uh I think it'll be a decent week. Uh, it doesn't look. I don't think Beckham's going to play. There's obviously some talk with the agents and the ownership there, um, potentially releasing them. I don't yeah. know. We'll see what happens. But uh, the only worry there is is Nick Chubb. Is uh, and I think Dearness. that's, that's a, no Dearness dropped so many passes last week. <laughs> I still think he's, he's a good, good runner, though. Yeah, but he's a phenomenal think, uh, runner. Yeah, their running game is definitely the concern there, but I still think the Bengals will put up enough points and probably get a couple picks on Baker.
0: All right. Uh, Speaking of picking a bad defense to be a streaming candidate, I went with Kansas City uh, just because the no Aaron Rodgers, who knows if Adams is going to play. I don't think he's been taken off the COVID list yet. Um and they they did make a trade to go get... They got Melvin Ingram, I believe, is who they picked up off of the Steelers. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, was a pretty good ad. I would have been looking to add a safety if I was them. Yeah, um, 100%. But, uh, yeah, I, I still think just with it being Jordan Love's first career start, this is this is... I mean, Kansas City is available in almost every single league. So, I mean, you can pick them up. You can start them this week. It's as good of a start as any streaming defense just going up against the quarterback, making his first career start. So,
1: Yeah, I, I'm with Liam on that. If you're in a DFS play, um, I think the price on Kansas City is really, really low. I'd I'd smash that one in any DFS this week.
2: All right, well, that does yeah, it. I, oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I was just going to add that I think that there's a good chance Green Bay does a lot of short stuff and they run the ball a lot. I think that Kansas City is in a terrible play, but I don't think they have a high ceiling.
0: Well, I think they're missing they're missing their they're missing a couple offensive linemen too, right? So, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Melvin Ingram. It's a pretty decent pass rush. Yeah. All right. Well that does it for uh start sit here. Let's uh let's move on to bold predictions for the week. Um I'm gonna choose my favorite out of the three, um, which is Zach. So Zach, why don't you lead off?
1: <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? I don't uh, know. Yeah, anyways, I'm uh, But I've made this I mistake don't... twice
0: too, so I, I get it.
1: I got. Re- I'm really excited about Teddy Bridgewater for some reason, and uh, I uh, I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater as a top six quarterback this week. That is, uh, I think it's pretty bold.
2: It's <laughs> very bold. Uh, I, uh, it, it, it's a very bold prediction.
1: I think that's the name of the segment, so I uh, decided to go that route. I originally was thinking of a tight end too, um, but uh, I uh, I pivoted and. Uh, and went at the quarterback position and went pretty bold. So I think it's a, it's going to be a fun Teddy week.
0: All right. I'll go next with mine. And I took uh, all of Graham's trash talk towards the Houston Texans personally last night. So uh, I decided to take that as a challenge. And uh, I say Jordan Akins, And it was really tough because I was I was flip-flopping back and forth between Jordan Akins and Brevin Jordan for the tight ends. In Which is
2: a bad sign. But
0: I decided to go with Akins. Um, you can't I, even
2: decide which I, one I, on the bad team. Hey, hey,
0: I am I am the tight end whisperer, so um, I'm picking Jordan Akins as a top seven tight end this
2: week. I, I, I Matt, I, I honestly would have given you if you just said a Houston tight end will be a top seven <laughs> tight end this week. No, I wouldn't no still. Man bowed down at your feet if that happened. <laughs> um, I'm gonna move on to mine, which shockingly is the least bold of the three predictions. <laughs> uh, I went with Miles Gaskin as a top five running back this week, which I thought was, you know, a, a pretty strong uh, move. I'm almost tempted to say he's gonna be top one, and I think I still would be the least bold. <laughs> so, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right well that's great i yeah i definitely it's it's hilarious because you got the highest rating on on your player and yet zach and mine are definitely a lot more bold than miles jaskin as a top five running back but uh hey we'll see what happens so all right well i yeah, think that
1: gonna, we, we can we can look like heroes graham could just we can just kind of look like at graham be like well i was kind of predictable
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, if yours hands out, Graham, there's definitely an asterisk thanks to it. So, <laughs> all right, well, that, uh, that does it for the show tonight. Thank you for listening. Um, don't forget subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Also we're on Spotify and Apple podcasts, so you can listen to us there. If you have any questions, email popbellypigskin, uh, fantasyfootball at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again next week. All right, guys, well, have yourselves a good night.
1: Cheers. Happy football.
0: Yeah, happy football. All right, bye.